Sing the Triple Crown. 14th podcast. 131 days until the Kentucky Derby. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, this is Howard Donat, CEO of Angolite Media. With me is Max Donat, Editor-in-Chief of Angolite Media. Mm-hmm. Also the host of Beers, Beards, and Bastards, a comedic look at craft beers. So, any holiday plans this, this year, Maxie? Hmm. Um, nope. What I'm are we gonna, doing? I'm going to go to your place. Go to, go to our place. and see, do if, our, see if the dogs get along. And Yeah, that's kinda. true. Bringing Maya over, correct? Yes, sir. Do our classic tree stare. And do the, stare, the tree stare. <laughs> Every year we just turn on the, the Christmas music and stare at the tree. Stare at the tree. And call out whatever music we want to see. And, and it's kind of a pleasant experience. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So so this week I thought since it's uh, the holiday week. A couple more days till Christmas. A couple more days. Is it? Yeah, it's two more days till two Christmas. More, yeah, I think literally two <laughs> no, more days. Okay, okay. It came so it comes so fast. Yeah. It's like ridiculous, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. Have it usually, it, I, sometimes I go out, have a couple of cocktails and go shopping, which kind of makes me happy and I giggle <laughs> to myself in the store. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I've, I've caught myself laughing at myself and it's just kind of ridiculous yeah but um so i, I maybe i'll need to do that you, yeah. would you like to go shopping with me sure <laughs> let's, let's go have a couple of beers yeah then we go shopping yeah all right john tilton a good good friend of mine from back east yeah. he uh we used to do that we we go let's go let's go christmas shopping we spend half the time in the bar yeah <laughs> that's genius it's really kind of genius it's, it's a great it's, it's a great story there's a old chicago right next to the fiesta mall so there we can go it's <laughs> perfect <laughs> So anyhow, but we will safely drive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, safely drive. Taxi cabs. Um, and we can't call Nate because he's out of town, so it's, it's kind of a bummer. But anyhow, I, I thought we'd uh, talk a little bit about some of, some of the horses that have been winning all of these great yeah. uh, Kentucky Derby prep races. Get into a little bit of their breeding. Talk about their owners. Any other comments that we, that we have about them? Um, in in I'll caveat that by saying it's very early still mm-hmm. yep. in the season. We're like on race ten of the Kentucky Derby prep season. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be there's lots of horses out in the weeds just laying in wait. I think for the the, the new year to begin and you know off to the races we go. There you go. <laughs> Little what's that called, Max? What's that? Off to the races. What's that called? Is that a colloquialism? Colloquialism. Yeah, I can't an even idiom, say perhaps. Yeah, there you go. Idiom. There you go. So, so I thought I'd talk a little about breed owners and just any comments around those. Um, some of the other things. I mean, just like from a handicapping perspective and how I look at horses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk a little bit about dosha the dosage index, which is a some mad scientist came up with this. You know how to calculate it's a number basically on a horse yeah. it's kind of like andy buyer did with the buyer speed figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah um but this was done a while ago it's called the dosage index and they and they also um have this thing called dosage index and this the center of distribution i think it is on, on a horse there's two different numbers and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that and how, how we can use those in our handicapping cool it's actually it's actually a it's it's a another way to look at a horse yeah a number <laughs> as, hey, there as if there weren't enough ma- ways to look at <laughs> mathematics yeah. I, I read a quote by i think it was i forget who it was maybe winston churchill he said that horse racing is much like roulette and i can't i tend to agree with him nice yeah, well, <laughs> so, yeah. first a little news all right 
this is this is kind of sad to me. Betfair Hollywood Park has has come to its seventy fifth year, and they're closing the park. That's it's, it's no a, fun. It's a bu- that's a bummer to me. Um, they had the King Glorious Stakes yesterday was run. It was two hundred thousand dollars Great Stakes race. Um, it's been a, they've been in business for seventy five years. It's out in Hollywood, close to Hollywood, California. Lots of stars have been through the place. Two hundred sixty acre track. It hosted Seabiscuit at one point, so um, they're, they're they're turning it into a housing and retail uh, development starting next year. I mean, why don't they come out? There's so many housing and retail, yeah, empty housing and retail so development areas in Arizona. Anyhow, I'm just, I'm just not. It's kind of sad, but I'll, I'll but be the one to comment. You don't have to comment, but I'll comment. <laughs> right. So, on a lighter note, California Chrome, and this, so they took out. Last last week was the cash call futurity, mm-hmm. so they took it off of, and I and I, I know why now. Mm-hmm. They took it off of the the road to the triple crown because the track is closing, and that, uh, that was a great race last week with yeah. shared belief and a few others. But yeah. California Chrome actually won that that race, and he is potentially another derby derby horse. Mm. Um, he's a two to two to one favorite, and my buddy Tommy would say, "Ah, oh, you probably would have him." Yeah. And two to one, I don't think it's bad odds. But um, tra- Victor Espinosa and Art Sherman was a trainer of California Chrome, um, and he won by six and a quarter lengths. That's, that's pretty pretty big. That's yeah. Pretty good. Uh, it was the largest. So the attendance yesterday, uh-huh. twenty five thousand, was the largest since the track hmm. opened. And, and, and since like. La- the last race on uh, October second, twenty ten, Zenyatta. I like her was the other biggest attended race. Mm-hmm. She was a hugely popular female that lost her last yeah. race. She only came in second. Sadly, yeah. I mean, it's not sad. I mean, she was like... She did well. Yeah, she ran 21 times and won 20 times. It's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's All I remember is bad. Mike Smith crying that he lost wow. her last race. That's crazy, yeah. That's crazy. But, I mean, it's kind of sad. Sad and happy all at the same time. So that that's it about uh, Betfair Hollywood Park. Um, it's too bad. That is too bad. So on to some other news. Share Belief will ship to Santa Anita next week. Mm. And they're going to see how he trains on the dirt. So Share Belief, I learned a couple of things. I did a little reading because I do that once in a while. Mm-hmm. That's good for you. <laughs> uh, they're going to... So the the logical next races for him to run are the San Felipe Stakes at uh, Santa Anita and the Santa Anita Derby, and and if everything goes well in those, they're going to take him on to the the, the Kentucky Derby. Mm. So cool. I, I, I think I'm going to be going to all of the prep races at Santa Anita just because of mm. the carved sandwiches. <laughs> hey, carved sandwiches, carved sandwiches, and it's it's a very quick flight for me. Yeah, and actually, I had a conversation, or I'm going to have a conversation with their director of media there, and. Um, I think we're gonna have him on the show yeah. coming up here pretty quick. So little uh, little teaser there. Yeah, a little <laughs> teaser. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in, in the coming days, but um, in the coming shows, I mean. So share belief. Um, one of the things that I learned about share belief is is he's a gelding. Oh well, that's yeah. So so <laughs> he's a two nice, year old. Kinda... Yeah, gelded. Um, and and then uh, another little factoid. This is a little factoid. Mm-hmm. Only nine geldings have won the Kentucky Derby yeah. in the oh. history of the Kentucky Derby. Wow. Yeah. So that that's that's an interesting little factoid. You know what I learned about the word factoid? I don't know how true it is. 
but that's like a, it's like it allegedly a definition of factoid is like something that's stated as fact but is in fact inaccurate oh <laughs> wow okay so reverse that it's a fact <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the correction yeah I didn't know that either. I've been using factoid wrong for years so you're learning a lot here on the Kentucky <laughs> Chase for the Triple Crown today <laughs> thanks Max make me look like an idiot <laughs> um but yeah, I don't. I mean, I can't cite the source on that, but that's what I heard. So yeah. I don't know. Um, thank anyway. you. Anyway, th- thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for the correction. Yeah. Good catch. <laughs> nice catch. No more use of the damn word factoid. <laughs> <laughs> so, in and uh, in, in more news here, the, the Maryland Jockey Club has increased the the purse for the Preakness Stakes from one million to one point five million. I think mm-hmm. that's great. It was announced on December twelfth. Um. So, and the race this year is on May seventeenth, twenty fourteen, at Pimlico Racecourse in Maryland. So as as it continues to have its resurgence, mm-hmm. which I think is is awesome. Good, good. Um, some of the, I, I mean, like if the Delta Downs jackpot is, I forget if it was a million. I think it was a million dollars. I mean, I think the Preakness should be higher yeah. than all of these you know stakes races leading right. up to it so i think there's some upward pressure which i, I think it's a good thing as these yeah. kind of go through so good all right on to some rants and raves so my first one's a rant and we already talked a little bit about this don't we have enough damn shopping centers right come on the closing of hollywood park um I mean, we got enough housing. Well, we probably don't, but, you know, a lot of retail space and stuff like that, and they closed Hollywood Park, which is, I, I would almost consider it like a historic landmark, and I think they were trying to get it through as that, but it, it didn't happen, and they closed it after 75 years. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Sadness. Um, so a rave. Um, any any other comments on that, Maxie? I don't know. I just think there's tons of shopping space already, and I don't know why that needs to be one of them. I I I haven't been to California in a while, so maybe they're hurting for that shopping space. But <laughs> it's a pretty um, populous state, so yeah. I mean, I can see it on one hand, but on the other hand, I really can't. Yeah. Um, come on, uh, come on, <laughs> seriously. Hollywood Park. Uh, Corey Nakatani wins his final race on Woodsman Luck. I mean, so the last race of of the closing of Hollywood Park, Corey Nakatani won, which is fitting. He's been doing pretty well and he's a really good jock in, in California on Woodsman's Luck. Yeah, all right. That's a, that's a, a nice little, name. little bit of golf. A little, little golf clap there. Um a weather rant. And we've been having a lot of these lately, so yeah. the big A aqueduct has closed a few times, but now it's it's slipping down to the fairgrounds and towards New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Canceled six races wow. on the Sunday card because of heavy rain. Hmm. I like this comment. More rain headed to New Orleans area in the fairground. The fairgrounds already, the fairgrounds track already had a sea of slop. Sea of slop. That'd be a good name for a horse. Yeah, it's a good uh, horse name. <laughs> so it must have been pretty uh, underwater there. So yeah. the decision was made to scrap races four through nine. Mm. That's no fun. Yeah. So any any rants or anything for you? Uh no no no. Well, I have I have a off the uh, the, the the thoroughbred rant. I have a a rave for uh, Peyton Manning for breaking the tut the season touchdown yeah. record. He I broke mean, a Tom's record, Tom, Tom Brady's record. 
Uh, I really like Peyton Manning. Follow him. I mean, I was a Colts fan, which is it's horrible to say, but now I'm, I'm watching him Play in for De- Denver. In, up in Denver. So yeah. he's just a tremendous quarterback. So a little a little rave for uh, <laughs> and a golf clap for. Uh, Peyton Manning, well, the, awesomeness. The Bills shut out the Finns. And yesterday. the Bills give them a clap too. Come on, <laughs> they uh, they beat out the Dolphins. Closed yeah. them down. It was and nineteen. The Dolphins just beat. Who they beat last the Patriots. week? The Patriots. The so, Patriots. <laughs> wow, that's some division rivalries going go. on. So but that's uh, good. They closed them. It was like nineteen nothing. So so a little football chatter, yeah. right? Chasing, <laughs> chasing the triple crown. American football for you overseas <laughs> folk. There you go. Um. So in the chase for a triple crown, the standings haven't really changed. I mean, I think now you have to put in uh, shared belief and potentially California Chrome into the leaderboard. And it, it's it's interesting to me that, you know, some of these horses that have won some bigger races aren't on the leaderboard, but Honor Code Temperature, Bond Holder, still up there, New Year's Day, Rise Up. Uh, also, Cairo Prince, I think, is a really good horse. Um Almost famous, the horse that had the coronet band injury that yeah. did, hasn't run yet. I think mm-hmm. you got. He's probably one of those horses that are going to be laying in the weeds, mm-hmm. de- depending. You Hopefully, know, he mean, will become definitely famous. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, but so that the, the so I mean, you know, chasing chasing the triple crown, you have to kind of keep in mind all these different horses. So there's whoop, that was an accidental one. <laughs> I keep doing it. I um, think you should leave it. In. Yeah. Well, it's I was, the Christmas mule. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas mule. Well, I was <laughs> I was going for when I did the the definitely famous. I was going for that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> the Christmas mule. <laughs> Leave the Christmas mule. Man. I liked it. It's pretty good. So, so anyhow. Uh, moving along here. Hold on, I gotta wipe the tears. <laughs> <laughs> Twice in a row in the Christmas meal. <laughs> not only did I miss it once, but I missed it twice. <laughs> oh man, that's been us laughing for five minutes. <laughs> Wow, it's like watching Luis Saez whip a horse up this down the stretch on the Christmas mule. <laughs> okay, let's okay. see here. Where was I? So I talked about the standings, getting back on track. Uh, the next race is coming up, so Max and I are heading heading to the Sham. I'm really excited about that, the Le Comante, mm-hmm. in uh, the fairgrounds. The track that was the Sea of Slop is uh, coming up. Smarty Jones at Oaklawn Park, and then the Holy Bull. Holy Bull! So I believe I'm going to the Holy Bull. Holy Bull! I'm trying to get uh, some airline tickets down there. It's spring break down towards Fort Lauderdale, so mm-hmm. tickets are outrageous. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but I want to go down to see the Holy Bull, because I think uh, Cairo Prince and um, Honor Code will be... Potentially running in that they might they might go to the Fountain of Youth. Not sure, but uh, going to try and make it down to Florida for that. Huh. So so that was a, so <laughs> wow. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the horses and, and believe it, it's still really early. I just want to put that out there again because uh, I think there's still a lot of horses that potentially could come to life, but just <laughs> <laughs> with the help of the Christmas mule, with the help of the Christmas mule. 
Um, we're really early in the season, but there, there's some standout horses right now. Um, so share belief. He's the son of Candy Ride, and his uh, his dam is Common Hope. So just talking a little bit about the breeding, I see some, you know, horses in his breeding lines that are pretty good. Stormcat was a great, uh, a great horse. Um, Crypto Clearance, I remember Crypto Clearance, and he's back a couple of tiers in his. If you look at the bracketing of how a horse is bred, just kind of going through that real quick. Um, so he has some pretty pretty good breeding. Um, he's a two-year-old gelding. Only nine geldings have won the Kentucky Derby. Um, Jim Rome owns him with Jungle Racing. I mean, if you if you listen to the call, they said that the Kentucky Derby might be going through the jungle this year, and it's yeah. Jungle Racing with Jim Rome and huh. Alex Salise and uh, Jerry Hollendorfer are also partners on this horse. He's a Kentucky bred. Jerry Hollendorfer, we talked about him last week. He's a Hall of Fame trainer, really good trainer. He's this horse has got some pretty bit good buyer speed figures. This year he's three for three, which is great. He may yeah. win two year old of the year. Um, he's won about four hundred and fifty one thousand this year. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. So so far, Sheer Belief has proven his speed, class, and stamina. And in one of the big questions, and this is a big question in my mind, he's been running on the tapita surface, which is I mean, I was out at Delmar. He won the Delmar Futurity, and, and the tra- it's like stepping on insulation. It's really I don't really huh. like the that this uh, false tapita. What is it? What exactly is it? Do you so know? a few years back, they were trying to you know lessen the injuries on the sure. track, so they came up with these different types of surfaces uh-huh. for tracks instead of dirt and turf they they put these different surfaces and i don't know if it's really proven to be any better for the horse right. it's a really cushiony surface but it's almost like if you stepped on like insulation it's just huh. really strange and it is it gives gives way it doesn't really fly up or anything i don't yeah. think but it's a, it's it's strange to yeah. me it's weird i'd much rather have my horses running on dirt thank you yeah. but it's it's uh it's pretty common on certain tracks, like Delmar has it and stuff like that. So this horse, Share Belief, has not ran in the dirt yet. So he's going to Santa Anita. Uh, I, I think, you know, so that might, I mean, so that's another know, little man. thing that you got to keep in the back of your mind. See how he does at Santa Anita. See how his works are. Mm. I found out, and uh, you can look at horses' works. I don't know what's going on with my voice today. <laughs> I got some. <laughs> that Christmas meal got you. <laughs> it did, the Christmas meal. It's a good one. So anyhow, I mean, I, I like Share Belief. I, I mean, he had like somebody. People are comparing him to Seattle Slough and some mm. really big horses. We'll see. I like him. I think he's a solid. And right now, he's in contention. But there's there's many yeah. many races to go. He has to. I mean, after we go through the ten point races, we go to the fifty point races, yep. and then we go to the hundred point races. And really, that that those last seven races, the Florida Derby, the Santa Anita Derby, all those races pointing into the Kentucky Derby. That's where you really start to see. You know some of the the greatness of these horses yeah. come out because the competition is a lot stiffer. And yeah. I mean, if a horse is in form now, does it mean he's going to be in form three months from now? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, this could be a this. The, I mean, so there's point. a lot, a lot that you know. If a horse is peaking too early, I mean, I, I think they have to peak at the exact right moment. Right. It's, very, it's very interesting. It'll be interesting too to see. This is like a make or break race coming up, right? Because it's not on that tap. 
the Taff. What is it? Well, he's going to run Tafita? it. Yeah, it's, it's not on the. It's 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 so a different this, track. So this right? is like a big race. If you're watching Shared Belief, um, yeah, you got to pay attention is, to how he this does. Will be a big one, yeah. On the, and how he handles. I mean, he he was in a stalking position. He showed some versatility. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I think the other thing that you have to keep in mind about the Kentucky Derby in particular. Yeah. Always twenty horses. There's always, I mean, the track is different. So, like a horse, like Tommy said last week, a horse that has ran over that track, that's that's an advantage. Yeah. It's an advantage. Or jockeys that are on that track all the time, it's an advantage because yeah. they know how to. Because every track is different. Turns might be tighter, dirt might be deeper or not right. as deep. I mean, there's a lot of different factors to consider. So, and the noise factor alone, there's probably 350 to 500,000 people at the Kentucky Derby. So, yeah. a horse spooks easily. So, what I look at, look at for a horse my Kentucky Derby horse will have versatility because mm-hmm. they might get boxed way back. Um, one that doesn't like spook real easily. Yeah. One that, you know, can like, I think uh, Unbridled was a great example of a horse that mm-hmm. he like fell to his knees in a, in a Kentucky Derby prep race and he still won the race. And I yeah. said, I like that horse. And he actually ended up winning the Derby because he was so, it didn't, it didn't, he got up and ran and he yeah. won. I mean, so look for versatility. Horses that can run. Got the grit. Got the grit. I mean, so, like, I, I think Honor Code has a little bit of grit, and believe yeah. it or not, I think um, Havana has some grit. So mm-hmm. so let's talk about Honor Code. So Honor Code. And actually, let's look at the dosage, the dosage for shared belief. So let me talk a little bit about dosage before I before I uh, jump right in. Jump right in. So um, it's a calculation of five different speed figures. The average dosage for um so the dosage index is like the combined combination of those five speed figures and an average for like an a good average is 2.40 over four on the dosage is considered high Mm -hmm. and would have a harder time winning the derby because not many horses there's like three horses over Mm -hmm. four that have won the kentucky derby since 1929 so that, (laughs) that that tells you something so there's something to this i'm not sure how much weight you should give it, but dosage, you should really take a look at the dosage for a horse. Um, the center of distribution average is 70. So let's talk about Secretariat for a second, a triple crown winner. His dosage index was three, which is you know a little bit over the 240 average, and his center of distribution was 0. .90, which is a little over, a little high of the 70. So, um, so that's Secretariat, and he won the Triple mm-hmm. Crown. Yep. So I, I think the closer you can get to the averages, like 240 and 70, mm-hmm. I think you know the horse, you might want to consider that horse. And I guess the higher the horse, the less – so like a, a horse that has like five or six or you know four-point whatever, they're better at shorter races. So the lower the dosage, dosage index and the center of distribution – the more stamina a horse has, mm. or that's supposedly so they how, say. It, how it all works. So, so that's dosage. So <laughs> let's look at the dosage for share belief. Excuse my paper rattling here for a second, Maxi. Gonna dig it up. Yeah. So his dosage index, which I thought was interesting. So the average is two forty. He's a one point four zero, which is really super low. And then he's got a point thirty three for his center, which is super low. So this horse is going to have some stamina. Yeah, um, it's good. 
So that, that's shared belief. So just, just keep that in mind as you're going through some of this. So let's go on to Honor Code. I really like Honor Code. Um, so I'm <laughs> born and raised in New York, so Honor Code's East, East Coast mm-hmm. horse. Um, I, I saw the first thing that I saw on Honor Code was he won this the, his maiden race this year. He won a five-and-a-half furlong race at um, um, Saratoga. Mm. And he he was, like, lagging way behind like he typically has done. Yeah. And he made up 20 lengths, I think, to win wow. the race yeah. going away by four. Tom Durkin was, like, the, doing the race call saying, oh, this guy, you know, he, he made up 20 lengths in the last, you know, few last pieces of the stretch. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty Impressive. pretty strong. So he's owned by Lanes and Racing. Um, Claude R. McGahey the third, which is Shug. Shug. And he's bred in Kentucky. He's a Kentucky bred by Delridge Farm. His stats for this year for 2013, um, three starts, two first, one second. He's won a little bit less than share belief at 388,000. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the Champagne, if you remember the Champagne, Havana won that by a scooch, but that was the, the race that Honor Code just came way swinging way wide and just shot down the um close closing ability was crazy mm-hmm. and he also won the the remsen by a whisker i mean he <laughs> he beat um i forget the horse he beat in the remsen but he he won it by a whisker so um pretty i think i like him a lot he show he shows versatility in the last race let me look something up real quick here you got anything to say maxi nope um, get that Christmas mule back. Get, the, get that Christmas mule back. Let me see if I can find that. I'm just looking for the Remsen here. Let's get some galloping going. Yeah, there's the, there's the Remsen. Um, so, yeah, in the Remsen it was... Uh, there it is. Couldn't remember. Found it, yeah. Couldn't remember Cairo Prince. What the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> so he, he just... And Cairo Prince is on the lead, and he, he, he kind of got by him, and Honor Code showed some versatility by um you know getting up and getting past him mm-hmm. after he was passing the stretch that doesn't happen hardly ever in yeah. horse racing once a horse gets passed like in the stretch for him to come back and fight back after being on the lead is, is it, that's rare yeah. so like that about honor code showed some grit showed some i don't know if he's a smarter horse or what but he uh i think he's starting to understand that winning is a good thing yeah. right um, Not a bad thing to have a horse yeah. think. So, what else about Honor Code? He's going to Florida. He's probably, and it said here in one of the things, I don't know if this is true or not, he might be in the Wood Memorial, but I'd love to see him in the Florida Derby. So, he's going to start in Florida. We'll see if he goes through at Florida. Shug is not one to, like, move his horses around a lot, which I think is a good thing. I was thinking about he didn't go to the um, Breeders' Cup because I think Shug just wanted to keep him, mm-hmm. like, in in New York and not he really kind of pampers his horses which yeah. which I think is good so yeah. let's let's talk about another horse Havana so Havana and Honor Code's breeding oh I want to talk a little bit about that real quick so Honor Code um, his daddy is AP Indy which is a really is a great horse mm-hmm. he also has Seattle Slough and Seattle Slough's in a lot of yeah, horses Stormcat another Stormcat is a good um Another really good horse, Bold Reasoning, who was um, not the bold, 
Bold Ruler was the the, the daddy of Secretary, but he has mm-hmm. he has Secretariat in his blood also. Oh, wow. Um, and Mister Prospector, Mister Prospector's in a lot of these horses, but his breeding is pretty good. Um, told you about how much he's won this year. Uh, let's see his buyers. Let me look at his buyers or not his buyers. He's had some pretty good buyers though. Um, I want to look at his breeding real quick for his dosage index. So honor code dosage index. He is a three point two zero under the four, mm. which is good. Um, and then he has a point seventy six, which is just a scooch over the average. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good. Um, looking further at his breeding, so he has. So there's some, and I have to do a little bit more research on this inbreeding. He has secretariat on his mommy's side and secretariat on his daddy's side. Oh dear. <laughs> so that's I don't know if that means a lot in 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 racing, but it's it's something that uh, man anyone who has Outlook is going to think they're getting all sorts of messages <laughs> on this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, my computer's like binging away here, so it's chirping away. Let me. I was leaning on it, which was probably not a good thing. Hang on. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, so he his breeding looks pretty good. He's a he's a Ridgling. Fold May first, two thousand eleven. Three starts, Grade Two winner. So that's uh, honor code. Am I missing anything <laughs> on him? He's going to Florida. Shug. He's got Shug. I don't think so. That's it. Okay. So let's move on to the next horse. So I really like, yeah, Havana. So it's Todd Pletcher trained horse. Um, owners John Magnier, Derek Smith, and Michael Tabor trained by Todd Pletcher. So Havana is interesting. Dunkirk. Um, he also has Unbridled Song, which is a great horse mm-hmm. that for for breeding mm-hmm. won a lot. Um, Missy Turtle is his mommy um has unbridled ap indy um in his breeding also i looked way back so he has seattle slough mm-hmm. and he has alidar affirms an alidar remember oh, that yeah. for the triple crown mm-hmm. in his bloodline so both those are pretty good horses so listen to this his stats for 2013 three starts two first one second earnings seven hundred and eight thousand dollars that's a spicy meatball. So he ran. I, I saw his maiden also. So he nearly broke the record mm-hmm. in Saratoga for five and a half furlongs. Wow. Um, so he was. he's pretty quick. He's got some speed. He's got some grit, too, coming yeah. down the stretch. He's a tough horse. He's bred by Harvey Clark. Another little, a little I'm not going to call it a fact, another fact. He's bred by nice. Harvey Clark. Good catch. Who bred the 2012 Derby and Preakness winner. I'll have another. So they, <laughs> I'm sure these breeders have like quotients they work up to breed, to breed a horse. Mm-hmm. So I think, and, and Havana is a, a roan or a gray. It's a really pretty, pretty horse. He just got nipped by New Year's Day in the, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. New Year's Day got, you know, up on the inside. And I think what happened that day was um, J.R. Velasquez was supposed to ride Havana in that race, and he got hurt. Yeah, that's right. Badly, um, and he's—I I don't know—he's not back yet. But um, and somebody else was right. I think Gary Stevens was riding Havana. I think Gary's a great jock, but I think Jr. made a ridden him a little bit differently. So, yeah, he—he um, he was purchased 
Any guesses on how much he was purchased for? Uh, no. 575000 hmm. I like this little fact here that was in, that I noticed. Doesn't like the whip. He needs to be handwritten. I thought oh, that was that's, interesting. Thank you for uh, bringing that out. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I watched an interview with Todd Pletcher, his yeah. trainer, and um, – he he needs to be aggressively like if he gets lazy. He's Todd was like, well, sometimes he gets a little lazy. But he, I mean, Todd Pletcher was talking about Havana like this is a great horse. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm sure he he probably says that about a few horses. But he noticed how this horse breezes, how he works, um, and he does not like the whip. Yeah. So I think they're gonna That's have to put the, the the whip away and be aggressively handwritten. And if if you mm-hmm. ever, if you ever, I'll show you a few clips of. Jared Velasquez, one of the things that he does when he urges a horse, he's got this thing that he does. It's kind of like, you ever see those clapping you know, little clapping monkeys? monkeys or, yeah, he does that on the horse. It's kind of, wow. it's very interesting. It's just, but yeah, he, but he doesn't, He I think some horses that don't like to be whipped, he's pretty good at urging them along and yeah. he's like yelling and screaming and getting them going. So it's, um, and Jared Velasquez is a great jock. Yeah, I he's think. a really he's, good I jock. I think he's yeah. my favorite jock right now. I mean, um, so let's talk a little bit about um, the next horse I have here is uh, N- New Year's Day. Owners are uh, Gary and Mary West Stables, pretty big owners. Bob Baffert trained. He's, again, a Kentucky bred. His pedigree is Street Kai, Street <laughs> Street Kai, street, street Cry with Just Whistle Dixie. Mm-hmm. His stats, th- three starts, two firsts. One third earnings, one point one million. That's that's pretty good. But he won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, so that that pays out a right. lot. Yeah. Um. So in his breeding, Mister Prospector, I see Street Cry, pretty good horse. Dixie Union, um, Honor and Glory. She's the tops. <laughs> she, she's tops. She, she's tops. Yeah. It's just a funny name. Um. He 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 nipped out uh, Havana. In the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, so, but one of the things about the Breeders' Cup Juvenile is not many of those horses go on to win the Kentucky Derby. It's like yeah. two, yeah. So it's, I mean, something to keep in mind. Um, Bob Baffert, great trainer. He'll he'll probably he's got a few. He's got Tappet Rich, who was ranked last week, and he's trying to get him along to the. Don't know if he'll make it to the Kentucky Derby because he hasn't really showed us. I I don't think what he can do mm-hmm. yet. But um, I think I wonder if California. I think California Chrome. I'm not sure if he is. A Baffert horse, but Baffert's got a bunch of horses up his sleeve. So, yep. Um, I think New Year's Day will be potentially one of them. We'll see how he does. He's probably going to run at Santa Anita in the maybe the Sham, maybe the San Felipe, maybe the Santa Anita Derby. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see how he does going through those races. So, yep. um, one of the comments that uh, Bob Baffert made was Martin, I think it's Martin Garcia, was the, the jock. Ran a terrific race on him in the Breeders' Cup. Uh, I told him to take advantage of the rail, and he did. So he, he got the horse into the rail, and he actually that, – that's another thing Tommy mentioned, that mm-hmm. a, a horse winning on the rail, that's a tough thing because they have to usually scoot through a, a narrower space. So yeah. he, New Year's Day uh, ran on the rail to win. So let's look at his uh, dosage index. So his dosage index is – 3.80. It's a little high. A little higher, but it's not too bad. Center of distribution is a 1.08. Again, that's a little high also. He, w- he was bought at Keeneland for 425000 So a lot of these horses, 
that potentially, potentially, I say, because yeah. keeping in mind that my caveat earlier, mm-hmm. um, they, you know, they're close to five hundred grand. <laughs> I mean, so you got the extra five hundred grand laying around? No, I don't. Could could have a potential Kentucky Derby horse? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have that. <laughs> so, so that's uh, New Year's Day, and the last one I want to do, and I'll, I'll probably do this to a few others. Just, I mean, as we get closer. Might have. There's going to be a lot of activity we'll do, after January. Yeah, but, we should I mean, do like a little like chasing the triple crown uh, horse review, like maybe a sub series of the show. Yeah, that's we true. Can, just to just kind of go through. through. I would love to get. I would love to get some breeders on too. Yeah. I would love to get. Maybe I'll see if we can get a couple of breeders on just to tell them about how they formulate stuff for horses. I think that'd yeah. be pretty interesting for mm. for the horse racing nerd. Yeah, as it were. Yeah, I, I'm turning into one, which is <laughs> turning <yeah>. into. <laughs> So let's talk. Thanks, Maxie. <laughs> Another chuckle. Uh, let's see. Rise up. I mean, I was impressed by Rise up. Um, he ran. He won the Delta Downs jackpot, so his winnings are up there. Um, he ran a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Gerard Malanson, Sean, is his jockey. Thomas Amos, trainer. Don't really know much about Thomas. I have to do some research on him. Owner Van Doren, Paul, and Andriana Cottonwood Stables LLC is the breeder. Um, so he's won 810k, pretty good. Yeah. Um, his daddy is Rockport Harbor, and his dam is a pencil. Um, is I don't know if this is a typo or not, but it says he has six starts, but he says four firsts and one second, no oh. third. So I wonder if did no, he, he not... probably finished up the track. Yeah, yeah. So he he yeah. So he had so four first, one second. Yeah. So he didn't to keep an eye. Wasn't on. in in the money. Yeah. I mean that, that's a lot for a juvenile six races. Yeah, it's quite is. a bit. It's I think this has been the most for all the horses we looked at so far. So, Rise Up's pedigree is all about speed. He's done his best work as a runner when allowed to use that speed so he's he's a quick horse and he might be a good sprinter and the reason why i said that his his dosage index is um pretty high so remember what i said earlier so this would be a good example of a horse that has a higher dosage index i don't remember what did you say that that can be variable the dosage index does that change as they run more it kind of um no no, no that's, do- that's, it that's it i mean so mm-hmm. his dosage index which it, it's um it's 5.67 Oof, which pretty, is it's over the four over the four so yeah. remember a lot of horses that have over four haven't won many but i mean you just have to keep that in context because yeah. he, he potentially could still win the derby right um, and then his center of distribution is plus one, so he's over one mm-hmm. on his center of distribution. But the, the dose index is high, but it, it looks like he's bred for speed, so he he could turn out to be like a great sprinter. I mean, he he ran very powerfully in in the Delta Downs jackpot, I thought, and mm-hmm. he he went away going down the stretch, and he he looked like to me that he wouldn't have trouble running longer. But hey, you know, you never know. You never know. So. Looks unlikely. I mean, I read something. It looks unlikely to stretch out to become a classic contender. But he should be a force in the three-year-old ranks in a mile. Mm-hmm. So under a, mi- a mile or under a mile. That's like a sprinter. Mm-hmm. He, um, so his times were pretty good in the jackpot. He ran three-quarters in 111 and 94, which is under the 12-second rule. And he beat... Uh, Casa Guapo and Rank has privilege. I think those are two pretty good horses. So, yeah. 
Anyhow, that's that's uh, my my horse review for today. A little bit before the holidays, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> something that's just kind of since there's not a lot going on with the big races, kind of chat about. Yeah, I think it was a good conversation. The so horses, the horses, and the Christmas mule. Yeah, and the Christmas mule. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was hilarious. Oh, that Christmas mule. So. Okay, Maxie, you want to do a little little wrap-up Sure. Here? Um, you can find this in every episode on Um under our podcast section. You can also listen to this on SoundCloud and iTunes, although iTunes apparently shut down for the holidays. What? Got an email saying Seriously? that it's like iTunes will not be working from the 21st to like the 27th of January. I was like, that's kind of weird. Well, it is weird. They're not like updating their data or metadata for podcasts, so be aware. So if you have... Uh, SoundCloud, then you can catch us on there. Um, you can give us a like on Facebook or a follow on Twitter. Both of those are at Anglite Media. Um, and I think that about does it, so I believe that is a show. That is a show. Happy holidays, everybody. I hope everybody has a great time. And yep, be safe. Be, have be fun. safe and be happy. Yeah.